worsening humanitarian crisis has Americans fleeing for the border. We have the latest on the massive influx of cinephile refugees headed toward Canada for a chance to see the premiere of Tenet. And later, we're just hours away from Donald Trump accepting the presidential nomination of the Republican Party, but that's not distracting him from his other duties today. Hear how the president was able to make time this morning to celebrate a new hospital opening with a commemorative oxygen tube cutting ceremony. From the Onion and Onion Public Radio, I'm Leslie Price, and this is The Topical. The faster you ingest the news, the longer it will take for your brain to realize it's full. So roll up your sleeves and let's start gorging. The coronavirus pandemic continues to devastate countries all over the world, wreaking havoc on their economies, causing unemployment to skyrocket and forcing many to leave their homes to find a better life in another country. And these hardships now even include some struggling Americans, as just this past week Toronto officials reported that hundreds of American cinephile refugees have arrived on rafts along the shores of Canada, all to see the premiere of the new Christopher Nolan film, Tenet. OPR Canada correspondent Remy Berglund joins me now with more. Hello, Remy. Good to be here, Leslie. So what was it that finally forced these film enthusiasts to flee their homes? Most of these refugees are just like you and me, struggling under the coronavirus. Yeah. But many of the nation's cinephiles have begun to starve for new film content. Summer blockbusters and award season films were what kept these men and women going. And there's no telling when they'll be able to attend an opening night or film festival world premiere in the United States again. That is incredibly tragic. It is. But when it was announced that the highly anticipated movie Tenant would be opening in Canada in late August, it gave a lot of these film fanatics hope. Enough hope to make the long, arduous journey. That's right. These refugees gave up their lives in the United States and traveled up to 100 miles across Lake Ontario in leaky rafts all the way from upstate New York under the cover of night. Many came with nothing more than the Pulp Fiction shirt on their back and $20 in their pocket for a large popcorn and soda. Mm. I spoke with some of these movie buffs, and their stories are just heartbreaking. Take a listen. Back in my home country, there are no new movies. I go to Fandango every day, hoping that there will be a superhero film or even a Disney Pixar animated adventure, but there's nothing for us. I left my family back home in the old country where right now, for all I know, they're having to watch the sequel to The Kissing Booth on Netflix. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's just, the first one sucked so bad. I can't imagine them sitting through a second one. I plan on sending them my review of Tenet the first chance I get. Well, as someone whose father came to the United States from Italy of the 1950s just to see an early screening of Singing in the Rain, I understand completely. So what are these refugees planning to do now that they've made it to Toronto safely? Well, Canada is much more welcoming to refugees than the United States is. So for the most part, Toronto officials are already helping them resettle. They've set up a refugee camp stocked with emergency concessions, DVD players in case anyone needs to revisit Inception. There's even complimentary movie theater kiosks where American film nuts can purchase their tickets in advance. Ooh. And with the large number of Americans coming over, it looks like more of these camps may be necessary. Wow, does Canada have the infrastructure to handle that kind of influx? Canadian officials say that if the U.S. doesn't get the coronavirus pandemic under control enough for movie theaters to open in their own country, Canada may have to start deporting Americans who have already had a chance to see Tenant so they can start preparing for the massive number of refugees they predict will cross their borders when Wonder Woman 1984 premieres in October. So we may have more dark times ahead of us. Are there any refugees regretting going to Canada? Well, despite everything, they all seem to be staying incredibly hopeful, knowing they'll have more opportunities to see movies when they first come out. And some have already achieved the Canadian dream of seeing Tenet. I spoke to one lucky refugee right after a screening, and I gotta say, I've never seen such a strong display of emotion for a movie out of a discerning film buff. 
Sir, can you tell me, what did you think of the film you came all this way to see? It was kind of confusing. Wow, that's so moving. Now, Remy, will Americans who do not have the means to leave the country ever be able to see Tenet? Oh, absolutely. Tenet opens in the U.S. just a week after Canada's premiere. You just have to wait a little bit. Oh, well, I can do that. Thanks, Remy. That's OPR's Remy Berglund. Back in a moment. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. For me, movie theaters closing hasn't been all that big of a deal. I've actually found that masturbating at home can be just as, if not more, enjoyable with a lot fewer people around to interrupt. But I suppose once theaters open back up, I'd be willing to give them another shot. Anyway, here's what else you need to know today. More sad movie news to report today. Hollywood is mourning after the actor... Um, oh, shoot, I lost his name. Hang on. Um, uh, the guy. Yeah, uh, the, you know, the main guy from the movie Chariots of Fire. He died the other day. Damn. What's his name? You know, uh, he, uh, uh, he was in Dark Shadows. British guy. Uh, tall, thin... Very, um, oh, it'll, it'll come to me. Uh, oh, I don't know. Moving on. The search continues for actress and singer Zendaya Coleman today. The star of Euphoria has reportedly been missing ever since the Daily Mail lost the signal from the tracking device the publication placed in her forearm. Daily Mail authorities are urging anyone to contact them with any information regarding Zendaya's whereabouts, what she's wearing, or who she may be canoodling with. And for those of you brave enough to travel, Delta Airlines has announced they will be blocking off middle seats in all of their airplanes until December in an effort to accommodate passengers traveling with giant carnival prizes. Sounds like a great way to help estranged fathers try and win back the love and admiration of their children after their mother dragged them all the way across the country because apparently being around me wasn't healthy for their upbringing. No worries though, nothing a big stuffed bear can't fix. And that's it for The Topical Today. I'm Leslie Price. If you enjoyed today's episode, why not start every day by hearing America's only news podcast? Try downloading our new Topical Alarm. It will jolt you out of bed every morning by blaring all the day's most depressing news until you finally summon the will to get up. It's the perfect way to jumpstart your meaningless day. You can also like and subscribe to The Topical wherever you get your podcast. And don't forget to tune in to tomorrow's episode where we'll sit down with a panel of political experts to discuss whether it isn't in fact legal for President Trump to be so gosh darn mean. It should be a fascinating conversation and you won't want to miss it. We'll see you tomorrow. Ben Cross, that's his name. Ben Cross, right. Huh. I do I remember it.